Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show. Today, we have a great topic in our first half hour. We are talking to Dean Slider about his new book called Fear Less, Living Beyond Fear, Anxiety, Anger, and Addiction. Dean Slider has taught natural methods of meditation and awakening throughout the United States and beyond since 1970, from colleges and yoga studios to corporate offices and maximum security prisons. Dean is known for his funny, down-to-earth style and for making life-transforming teachings accessible and easy. His previous books include The Zen Commandments and Natural Meditation. Welcome, Dean. Thank you. It's great to be here. Uh, you know, in, in reading over your material, in particular on your website, I was so taken by the amazing groups that you've worked with. I mean, it says it right here, from prisons to corporate to colleges to yoga mm-hmm. studios. Is it all the same stuff or is it different for different groups? Yeah, no, it's a very good question. It is pretty much all the same stuff, and, and that's been a, it's been an amazing opportunity for me to be able, uh, for instance, to work at a very high-class prep school in New Jersey where I was oh. getting kids ready to go off to Ivy League colleges, uh, and, but they were, and I was teaching English, that was my day job there, but the kids were very stressed in this very competitive environment, and um, I set up meditation programs, and it was tremendously helpful to them. Actually, one of my former students from that school just last fall won the Tournament of Champions on Jeopardy. I was I was in the studio audience with him when he won the quarter of a million dollars, and he told me afterward it was because the two other guys in the finals, one was too tense and one was too uh, laid back, and he was just kind of in that golden middle road which he had learned from doing meditation with me. So on the one hand, I'm doing you know these these Ivy League bound kids, and then mm. I would drive up. Uh, I-78 to Newark, uh, to Northern State Prison, which is the roughest prison in New Jersey. Mm. And I had a, a group of people there with, with the, you know, the situations that they were confronting, the mm-hmm. stresses that they were confronting were obviously very different, but they were still mm-hmm. stresses. And the mm-hmm. fear, you know, um, uh, no matter what the presenting condition, no matter what the, st- the situation is mm-hmm. that triggers it, the actual experience, the actual visceral sensation of fear or anxiety or rage or addiction craving, exactly, it's universal. It's the same. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and, you know, who was it that said there are two emotions, love and fear? That's all we have, love and fear. How <laughs> yeah, do you feel and you about can't, that? You can't do both at the same time. Yeah. So... Yeah. When you, when you work with these groups, I mean, what is, your, what is your message? It's about helping them to tune in and meditate and find peace within themselves. Is it more than that? Uh, yes, it's that, and it's more than that. Um, first of all, the core practice that I introduce with the groups and the individuals I work with and in the book is natural meditation. 
And that word natural is very important because most people think of meditation as a task. Oh, I have to clear my mind. I have to concentrate. I have to make all right. the, the thoughts stop. And you know what? No one can do that. I've been at this since 1968, and I can't do that. Uh, that's the bad news. The good news is you don't have to do that. That's like trying to flatten out all the waves on the surface of the ocean which is impossible because the more you, you know, scurry around trying to do that, the more you're just churning up the water. And anyone who has tried to meditate with the emphasis on that word tried has experienced that. It's, it's completely frustrating. What my good fortune has been has been that early on in my career, I connected with teachers that showed me, don't try to flatten out all the waves on the surface. Let yourself just sink a foot or two below the surface. And the water there is always silent. What you are at your inner core, this awareness, this silent, Mm. continuous awareness from which you witness everything, including your thoughts, that itself is silent. Mm -hmm. That is the core. So we don't create peace. We find the peace that's already there. Let me ask you this. I'm very mm -hmm. curious about this, Dean, and that is that you've been at this, you know, 30, 40 years, so Mm -hmm. you've seen the progression. My question is, right now, and I I don't get into politics, but with so much Mm -hmm. chaos in our government, there's so much fear. I mean, there's fear everywhere. Is it harder? Are you finding more fear than you found maybe 10, 20 years ago? Are you using different practices? Are you, has it changed, I guess, is the question. Well, there is definitely a lot of fear in the atmosphere now. It, it is, does seem to be unprecedented. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I do a lot of talking on college campuses, and I talk with the college counselors, and they, they tell me, you know, five years ago or seven years ago, the kids were lining up to, to uh, see us about depression. Now they all are talking about anxiety. Wow. Yeah, it, it, it's and really is it mostly case. because of what's happening, sort of in our whole world? Well, yeah, it, it, it's a number of things. Uh, I mean, there there is the political situation. I actually have a chapter in the book uh, titled "November Ninth, Two Thousand Sixteen." I wrote it the the day after the election, and yeah. you know, it, and I was in the middle of writing the book at the time, and all of a sudden, oh yeah. Uh, suddenly, I'm scared, I'm anxious, I, I'm steamed. All these things I've been writing about, no, it's not abstract. Uh, and it, it made it very real for me. It made it very visceral for me. And it reminded me, oh, yeah, all these meditative practices I've been doing for all these years, when this kind of stuff hits the fan, this is the stuff we've been practicing for. Mm-hmm. So it all comes, you know, where the rubber meets the road is in actual life, in your life as a citizen, your life as a member of a family. It's not about retreating into your cave. It's about, well, it is, you know, for a few minutes a day, retreating into closing your eyes, retreating into your cave, but then coming out with greater clarity and compassion and, and greater ability to see how can I be most effective in making mm-hmm. things better for myself and mm-hmm. others. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about a couple things in your book. I mean, you have these great uh, chapter titles that are really very interesting and catchy. Mm-hmm. One of them, the first one, is The Monster Under the Bed. What is right. that? Is that your fear that gets yes. you in the, in the yes. nightmares? 
Yes, yes, it is, and and it's. I, I start the book actually with some experiences of mine from childhood, childhood fears, which for me was standing out in in right field on the softball diamond, terrified that the ball was going to come flying toward me because I was that skinny, nervous kid who was remember scared of the ball. If you remember that expression. And then I, you know, I would come into the classroom where I had no fear whatsoever. I was completely comfortable. And I would see the kid who was the team captain, completely confident, out on the, the, the ball field, who in the classroom he was trying to hide. And I realized, hmm, different person, different situation, same feeling. So again, there's that universality. We all have the monster under the bed. The monster may be different for different people, but it's the same thing. It feels the same way. Yeah. And fortunately, there have been these sages over the centuries, people like the Buddha and Jesus and the Baal Shem Tov and Socrates and Lao Tzu, who've, who've you know, flashed the, the lightning under the bed, to, the, the flashlight mm-hmm. under the bed mm-hmm. to show us, you know what, this thing has been blown up by your imagination. It's really mm-hmm. just, you know, your, your socks were under there. They right, and like the monster is different for different people. I mean, for some people, it might be the loss of a loved one. For another person, it might be a money issue. For one person, it might be, you know, safety because someone's after them. I mean, a monster is different, but the yes. feeling is the same as what you're saying. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Yeah, and, and those things are real. They have to be dealt with. And in fact, I, you know, one of the, the biggest teachings of my life was the death of my first wife. Uh, and, I, and I write about that uh, because so much of what I learned about dealing with these things came from that experience. Um, she herself was also a teacher of meditation, and I remember at one point she was dying of colon cancer, and um, she she would go for chemo, and you know when chemo you have to sit there for a few hours, so she would sit there and meditate, and everyone there was so impressed with how um, kind of balanced and cheerful and not overwhelmed she was. She was a funny person with a big larger-than-life personality, they wound up bringing her back there, and they had her teach meditation to the whole staff on the oncology oh. unit. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Inspiration. Yeah. 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 Wow. You have one called, and this because I love music, so this jumped out at me. It's at the end of your book. It's a ch- chapter title called The Magic Piano. Now, my guess would be, before even reading it again, would be that right. it's about how music heals. Is that right or no? Um, actually, sort of? that's not what that chapter is about. There is a, another chapter where I talk about using the voice, because voice music, and in particular voice, because that's the sound that comes from inside of us that resonates through our, our own right. body, that can be deeply meditative and, and deeply healing. I give one of my favorite sound exercises. I do this one in the shower every morning, and you can do this as a kind of as an exercise, as a drill like that, and also at the moment of stress when you're getting up in front of the group to talk and you have stage fright or you're, you're driving on the highway and someone caught, cuts you off and you feel yourself about to go into a road rage situation. Mm-hmm. And the, the exercise, it's very simple, and it's, it's singing a descending fifth. Now, we, you, everyone knows this from, some people will know that from church, when at the end of a hymn you sing, Amen. 
mm-hmm. or you may know it from pop music like Blue Moon, or from the Star Spangled Banner, Oh Say, right? That relationship, it's a, a, a descending fifth, that there's something about the physics of that, the way it resonates in the nervous system, that is deeply settling and deeply wow. healing. And uh, and really, people listening to this, try this a few times. And you know, my voice is fairly low. Oh, I'm a baritone, so if you have a higher voice, it would be like ah. You can do it with the syllable ah. Ah. It's almost like sighing. It's almost like sighing, Dean. When you think of yes, it is. Oh, that's exactly. the same thing. And and you know, you do that do that three times, and then. Uh, Try to be stressed. It's really hard. That's great. All right, another we're going to take a quick break. Another, we're going to take a quick know, break, and then we'll come back, and we'll talk more about all these things that we can do in our life to basically um, exemplify or practice the title of your book, which is great. Fear Less, Living Beyond Fear, Anxiety, Anger, and Addiction. And Dean Slider has taught natural methods of meditation and awakening since 1970. He's been on NPR, the New York Times, New York Magazine, Coast to Coast AM, the Dr. Oz Show, and the OPE, the Oprah Magazine. And he also works from his workshops and retreats in this country and beyond, go from Ivy League colleges to maximum security prisons. So his advice and help is is so supportive, particularly in a time right now where there's a lot of fear. You're listening to The Patricia Raskin Show, and I'll be back with Dean Slider right after the break, right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips is an insider's glimpse at a life from a psychological perspective. It's a look at what matters to us. Why do we laugh? How do we cope with stress? Are men and women really that different? What is it about our relationships? How are they formed? How they work out? And why they sometimes don't? Every week is something new to engage you. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll turn up your perspective on life. Have you found the beauty inside of you? Join Bonnie Bonadeo each week for Beauty Inside and Out. We'll explain how beauty plays a part in everybody's lives. Our guests are makeup artists, hairdressers, and doctors. But we'll also feature holistic and wellness specialists and spiritual advisors. You can find that beauty inside and express it to its fullest on the outside. Tune in to Beauty Inside and Out every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. What's your coffee story? The one that defines who you truly are in a relaxing setting. It's where you share your memories, plan for the future, and talk about the now. My Favorite Coffee Story is here with host Aniko Samoji. We invite you to listen in and share your coffee stories too. Bring your friends or just stop by as we talk about coffee and the inspiring stories that touch our lives every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone. We are back. And we are talking about a very important topic that most of us are facing today, and that is dealing with fear. And in our society today, with everything that's going on, we have more fear than we've had in a long time. My guest is Dean Slider, and his new book is Fear Less, Living Beyond Fear, Anxiety, Anger, and Addiction. He has taught natural methods of meditation and awakening since 1970. His hot... Five highly acclaimed books include Natural Meditation, and and then again, and that was a an Amazon number one best selling book. He gives talks and workshops and retreats in this country and beyond, from Ivy League colleges to maximum security prisons. And we're really happy to have Dean on the program again. Dean Slider, and his book is Fear Less. All right, welcome back, Dean. Thank you. So let's talk more about how we can cope with fear. I know that you teach a lot of meditation, and mm-hmm. the chapters in your book are so interesting in terms of, um, you know, how we deal with these and the stories you tell. So here's a story. So many people have dogs and cats. Mm-hmm. Your story is the sweetest dog in the world. How does that help you deal with fear? Right. Um, so this is actually uh, a kind of a meditative exercise that I uh, lay out in the book, and that is you just imagine that you're sitting there in the room with the sweetest dog in the world, and you've got your story, whatever it is that you're scared of or angry about or anxious about or the story of your, your addiction, whatever it is. So you can just close your eyes, and internally, it's as if you're pouring out the whole story to the, the dog. Now, the great thing about the sweetest dog in the world is that he's the world's best listener. <laughs> you know, he doesn't interrupt, he doesn't interpret, he doesn't try to tell you about, oh yeah, something like that happened to me, he doesn't judge, he doesn't agree, he doesn't disagree. It just brings it all in. Um, and so you just pour out the story until all of it's gone. Just completely indulge in it until you've told the whole thing, gotten it all off your chest. Then take a break. Maybe stand up, walk around the block, come down, sit down, close your eyes, and you do it again. Except the second time, there's one big change. This time, you imagine that you are the, the dog you're looking out at the world through those sweet, loving, doggy eyes. You're, you're underneath all that doggy fur, experiencing your doggy metabolism. And, oh, yeah, there's your, your, your lovely human friend that you love so much making all these noises with his or her mouth. And they're not sit or stay, so you don't understand them. But you understand the feeling because, you know, you've got this big pooch heart. You understand feelings. And, oh, your human friend is so troubled. And he's pouring it out. She's pouring out her story, pouring out her story. And you just bring it all into your sweet doggy heart where you just let it evaporate into space. You just completely evaporate. And you just do that until the whole story is gone. Wow. Yeah, Very, it's, um, it's I bet really that's powerful. helped a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and, the, and I love Go making ahead. things simple and fun and at the same time powerful. Yeah. Here's another one, resting bliss face. <laughs> right. So resting bliss face uh, come, I, I'm sort of playing on, a, on an internet meme that was popular a couple of years ago, uh, resting bitch face, where people would, they would get, uh, you know, find photos of celebrities when they were off camera or just concentrating on something and they looked like they were frowning. Uh, and so, you know, the, the internet trolls with their usual graciousness were, oh, look at this bitch. So I turned that around to resting bliss face. And resting bliss face is about the power of smiling. Now, there is a, a, a principle known in science as the facial feedback hypothesis. It was first discovered by Charles Darwin. And that is, when you're happy, you tend to smile. But also, when you, you smile, you become happier. It, it, it's just the way we are wired. In fact, there was a piece of research where they had people watch a cartoon and half the people, they had them hold a pencil between their teeth. And when you do that, that forces you to smile. The people holding the pencil between their teeth all rated the cartoon as being much funnier. So, resting bliss face, you, you get up in the morning, you're feeling grouchy, you're feeling maybe your, your mind is starting to churn with all the problems that you have to face today, and you sit up in bed, and you sm- first start to smile with your eyes. You, let the, you, you feel like the warmth of a smile pulling back the corners of your eyes until you, your mouth can't resist anymore, and your mouth goes into a very natural kind of smile. Another way to do this is to use my favorite mantra. And you know, people are familiar with mantras like OM, which is great. Mm-hmm. My favorite mantra is Wee! Mm-hmm. So what you do is you throw your hands up in the air and you say Wee! And you do that three times and then try to be depressed. I, I promise you, you can't do it. You know, it's interesting about what all, all of these, Dean, they all have something in common you're physically doing something with your body and your voice and saying you're doing something physically in all yeah, of these. Bo- yeah, body and mind are, are very much connected. And even when you're sitting just in silent meditation, which, you know, as we mentioned earlier, my specialty is showing people how easy it is. And in fact, I have a, uh, a page on my website. The page is called Meditate Now where uh, I've got guided meditation audio tracks. It's completely free. You stream it right from the page. And uh, I walk people through the, the effortlessness of meditation. So even when you're sitting in silent meditation, when the mind settles down, the body settles down along with it. They're, they're always interconnected. Mm, so important. Share another one, maybe one of your very favorites story that's in your book that really helps people understand how to live beyond fear, anxiety, anger, and addiction? Yeah. A a very favorite one of mine is Drop Your Thoughts. That's the title Mm -hmm. of the chapter. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And what you do is just suddenly clap your hands in front of your eyes, just once. Clap your hands in front of your eyes, and for five seconds, relax your grip, drop your thoughts. Now, the, the power of this is that our stories are made out of thoughts. 
For instance, people say, oh, I've got this whole thing, this problem with my marriage or this problem with my work, and it's there all the time. And certain, you know, it seems like it's there all the time. Oh, it's this burden, like this big rock I'm dragging up the hill all the time. But the fact of the matter is, when you go to sleep at night, that is, has no reality. It's for six, seven, eight hours that you're sleeping because you can't think thoughts. You can't have that problem. It's like, for that matter, you know, what's your religion when you're deep asleep? Or are you a Democrat or a Republican when you're deep asleep? You're none of the above because those, you know, being a Democrat or being a Republican is made out of thoughts. So when you can't think, you can't be any of those things and you can't have those problems. The problem is that when you're asleep, you're not experiencing it, so you're conked out. So what we want to do is access that place of freedom from thought while we're wide awake. So very simply, you clap your hands once in front of your eyes and drop it all for five seconds. Now, that doesn't mean the thoughts have to go away. You don't have to push them away. You just relax your grip on them. You stop engaging with them. It's like the motor may still be running, but you disengage the clutch. And after, you know, six seconds, fine, pick them up again. But every time you do that, you are showing yourself that their grip is not permanent. Their grip is not absolute. You're, you are... Um, you are deflating the power that those thoughts have over you. And that mm-hmm. opens up a big space of clarity and freedom where you can start to live more comfortably and graciously and start to see more clearly where the solutions to your situations are. Mm-hmm. So we have a couple minutes left. What would be your message to our listeners? If, if somebody is facing a lot of fear right now or anxiety, what would be your, your message for them, Dean? The message is you don't have to suffer like that. You, mm-hmm. you, that, that, you know, that holding on to that stuff, holding on to those thoughts, it's like holding on to a hot potato. <laughs> you know, it hurts, but... It's what we know how to do. We're in the habit of doing it, and we've been doing it all our lives, and so we think it's absolute. We think we have no choice, and you do have a choice. You can let it go and drop it, and then, ah, there's some relief. Now, five minutes later, you may find that you're picking it up again, but the more you learned just replacing the old habit of clutching the stuff with this new habit of just letting it go, just dropping it, then you see more and more you can start to come into this freedom. Mm, wonderful. How can people find the book? Yes, they can find the book, uh, order it through your local bookstore or go to Amazon or go to my website, which is fearlessbook.net, and there they can read a chapter and they can find out about it and they, there's a link there where they can order it online. Okay, fearless.net. No, fearlessbook.net. Fearlessbook.net. Dean, thank you so much for being on the program. It was really terrific. Thank you, Patricia. Thank you. Stay on the line for a minute. Dean Slider has been my guest for this half hour. His book is Fearless, Living Beyond Fear, Anxiety, Anger, and Addiction, and log on to fearlessbook.net. All right, you're listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. We'll be back with another interview right after the break, right here on voiceamerica.com. Stay tuned.
Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of The Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.